0: Welcome to Adulting Therapists, a podcast where two Portland therapist friends discuss what it's like to be a therapist, what we do to take care of ourselves, and meet with special guests to talk about mental health issues, stigma, and more. I'm Emily. And I'm Corey. And we're adulting therapists. Hello. Hey, Emily. Hi, Corey.
1: I listened to your feedback from the last one and tried not to say, hi. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, like every episode I'm like, hey, Corey, how's it going? You're like, hi. <laughs> Which does
1: not actually reflect how excited I am to be here.
0: <laughs> Nor does it reflect our, like, relationship no. where you're much more excitable most of the time. And I'm like, hey, I'm grumpy. Yeah.
1: Um, really if anyone notices... Uh, I send a lot of like exclamation points in probably every text and email. Um, sometimes I'm like, is that too many? I don't care. I'm happy.
0: <laughs> Corey's like the over-enthusiastic like, exclamation pointer, and I'm the one that's like, waiting for your prompt l- reply. Yeah. <laughs> <period>. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: You're not kidding. Well,
0: we're, uh, we, had a, we have a uh, an old colleague who... Had a really good end of email. It
1: was warmly.
0: Was it warmly? Yeah. I actually use warmly. Ah. I feel like it sets a good tone. Yeah. But no, what was. She used one that was really funny. Oh, well. I I think it was warmly. Was it warmly? Yeah. We'll have to ask. Because she'd be like, per
1: my last email.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've already
1: explained this. Warmly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, per my last email is like. Cold. Yeah. Like that's legit cold. Yeah. That's the coldest of the cold. Yeah.
1: That's wow. just like
0: that is the middle finger. Being, yeah. <laughs> Via email.
1: <laughs> I was trying to find an appropriate way to explain mm. it.
0: Mm. Um,
1: we have a good topic today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we talked about this last week. Um, one of your um one of our listeners mm-hmm. s- sent you a message on Instagram and said, Hey, this is something that we've been talking about and Showed me, and I was like,
0: Yes, yeah, you got really excited yeah. about it. It may have been because we were at a holiday party that you were so excited, might have been, but um, it's there, there, there was, a lot was of vegan <laughs>
1: cheese there, and I'd had a lot of it. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of vegan cheese, and a lot of like exclamation points, yes, were had. Yep. Um, so our topic for today is expectations Ooh. versus reality. Ooh. Um, So I guess the idea of um, the topic for today is really just like managing expectations about like adulting. Yeah. You know, like about where we are in life.
1: Yeah. So I know that myself personally, as well as a lot of um, clients and peers that I've just talked to have said things like, you know, I'm 30 now. I'm supposed to have this or um, you know I'm supposed to have my ducks in a row or I should have a better paying job or I should mm-hmm. have a house or you know all these shoulds or looking at other people and just kind of like what are the expectations what are you supposed to have in order what is 30 supposed to mm-hmm. look like and you can really take that to any age group right you know I remember in my early 20s I was like oh I should be able to do blah 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 and um, I should have this in order and then I'm guessing in a you know, a few years I'm going to be thinking in another, like,
0: mm-hmm. shoulds, right? Right, like, 20s, like, why aren't I taking a gap year like yeah. all of my friends? Like, why aren't I traveling abroad? Yeah, Like, why aren't I in college, you know, mm-hmm. like, for a lot of people? Or, like, why don't I like to party? Or, yeah. why do I like to party too much? Yeah. <laughs> Someone might think that.
1: <laughs> um, I remember some of my shoulds when I was in my early 20s were things like... Um, I shouldn't be so anxious by now. Mm. Like, I should be able to do these things by myself and not Mm -hmm. need help. Um, Like, I really wanted to, like, differentiate from my parents. But then I was also like, "Um, please make this appointment for me. I don't know how to do it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, And things like uh like hey dad like um I wanted to like blah 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 but I don't know how to use my insurance can you explain to me how that works thanks uh mm-hmm. and he'd be like you should just call them and I'm like yeah I don't mm, No, uh-uh. that sounds like really scary can you just do it for me
0: we're All like right. getting the like uh bi-quarterly like text messages that are like when was the last time you changed the oil in your car?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: you're like, God, I have no idea.
1: My dad still does that.
0: (laughs) My dad does (laughs) still. Although now it's more directive. Like, you should have already done that. Um, But we won't get into family dynamics on this podcast. Maybe Um, another one. Maybe another one. Uh,
1: No, but I I do remember a lot of those, like, I should be able to have done this by now. Mm -hmm. Like, I should. um, I remember, like, I, my dad had helped me set up my car insurance and, um, I, I'm maybe like 26 or 27 and I was like, should I like know what's in this policy? (laughs) I feel like I'm way too old to not know what I'm paying for every like six months. Mm -hmm. And also is there more options? Like I feel like I'm paying a lot of money and then (laughs) I was like, you know what? Sounds like, I could probably do this myself now.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I, like, legit did not understand how, like, credit cards actually worked until um, I was working for uh, College of the Redwoods Upward Bound, and I was supposed to be teaching a class (laughs) on, like, financial um, competency or whatever for for high schoolers. And I was like, oh, shit, like, I have to learn this now. Like, whoops. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, took, that was, like, my early 20s, like, Maybe 24 or something? Yeah. Like, whoops. Yeah. Yeah, like, I definitely did not have it figured out. Although there were, like, certain aspects of my life that I remember I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was in college. It took me, like, six, seven years to get through college, but whatever. That's a story for another day. (laughs) Uh, Like, I had, like, a long-term relationship, and I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be in a long-term relationship. Um, spoiler alert, that crumbled to pieces, but, uh, like I had a, a dog or two dogs and like, I felt like I was like very stable. I wasn't. Yeah.
1: I remember <laughs> when I got my dogs and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm such an adult.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. If and you've met like... my dog, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably not ready to have her.
0: Oh, <laughs> Ready for her? She just wasn't ready for you. Maybe I don't know.
1: Well, my way of like socializing her was taking her to parties. So.
0: Aww, that's how Feist got socialized. Well, too. Feist does
1: great. Chica bites ankles.
0: Oh. Chica's just she's scared. She's scared. She she's has anxious. a lot of anxiety. Yeah, um, that's not her fault. It's not your fault if you have anxiety. Yeah, tell Chica um, you know, that. Chica. <laughs> Literally, I was at Corey's house the other day, and I, I think I kicked her dog.
1: I told you to kick her. <laughs>
0: She was, like, on... She was, like, hurting me. You just need to, like, give her a little (laughs)
1: swat sometimes. I was, like, way too distracted to help you. Yeah,
0: no, that's fine. Um, I was like, I don't know, just kick her. (laughs) Not Um, things you should do with your animals or children.
1: No. And Um, to be fair, you didn't really kick her. You just, like, like scooted her out of the way. I asserted
0: my physical boundaries. Yes. I, um, used proximity. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Um... yeah, so these expectations that we place on ourselves, they don't go away. Depending on like your where you're at in your life, you know, they just mm-hmm. kind of they just merge. get worse.
0: <laughs> yeah. They just get worse over time. Now I'm like, you know, because because we're both around the same uh, age, mm-hmm. we're right right there, right at just kissing thirty. <laughs> it's awful. I'm saying goodbye
1: to thirty. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm saying hello. Um, but, you know, like, it seems like those expectations just get kind of bigger and bigger. Like, yeah. not only is it, like, like the personal type stuff, but now it's, like, career and, yeah. like, professional stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, both of us, you know, have our own businesses, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. Yeah. Also, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so if people are looking at, like, and if by any... It feels outrageous to me that someone would look at me and think, like, Mm -hmm. wow, she has it all together if they, like, could spend an hour inside my head. Mm -hmm. But if anyone's looking at, like, oh, Corey has her own business. She's a private practice owner. Mm -hmm. It's, like, "Mm, stop comparing (laughs) right now. I don't know what I'm doing at the time.
0: Right. Um, I get, like, family members and friends, like, super well-meaning families and friends that are, like, I can tell that your business is just doing so well. Like you get a lot of interaction on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's that's Instagram. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, my business is doing pretty well right now. But at the same time, I'm like, that's just a facade. Yeah. You know, like, all, all the followers out there who are listening, like, I mean, I'm happy you follow me and stuff, <laughs> but I'm not that awesome. <laughs> or not that I'm not that awesome, but like, you know, like, it's not that exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: well, and then that goes into a big part of this, like, um, comparison expectation is social media. Totally. And we've been talking a lot about social media and I think it kind of can, like we can talk about it in any context really, Mm -hmm. but in this context there's so much of what, you know, we kind of dub this highlight reel, Mm -hmm. right? Where we don't really share things that are going poorly in our lives. We don't Mm -hmm. share like ugly selfies. We don't share like, you know oh, my credit card's really (laughs) outrageous. I should probably pay down that credit card debt. No one's, like, taking a selfie with their credit card debt, like,
0: yeah,
1: I'm in debt. (laughs) You know? Yeah, right.
0: They're, like, uh, what was that trend where people were, like, planking? Yeah. They're, like, planking with their credit card debt. (laughs) That's
1: funny. Um, Yeah, people just aren't, you know, posting those things. They're not posting really about their breakups, their... Mm -hmm. um, their mistakes, their flaws, their things that aren't going well. Right. Um, we post like good pictures of us that share things that we want to share.
0: From like that one angle, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> trying to explain to my husband, like, no, 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 I can't take a picture that way. And he was like, why? And I was like, that's my bad side. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, bad side, good side, little eye, big eye. And he was like, what?
0: <laughs> I've spent years studying this. My, yeah. my thesis is which side of my face is worse. Yeah. Um you can find my dissertation at <laughs> ww.Porselfasteam.com.com Cor- <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel that. Like I'll tell my partner, I'm like, no no no, like you can't take the photo like that. You need to have a whole body. No, no body. Feet. No, no shoes, but feet, but no arms. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's a very complex dance. Yeah. And then he's always like very concerned as to why I'm so upset. Like, I'm like, I gave you explicit instructions. No, <laughs> no hands, but face and elbows, no arms, uh, shoes, no feet. Thank you. What? <laughs> like a Picasso? <laughs> <laughs> Just really, like, artsy photos, okay? Yeah. Um,
1: um, yeah, but we look at these things. We look at other people's mm-hmm. highlight reels, and we compare, you know? Mm-hmm. So I look at, I'm at that stage where I look at other people, and I go, oh, my gosh, they have a kid. And then not only do they have one kid, but they have two kids, and I go into the, like, are you for real? Are you for fucking real right now? And I start to like compare like where should I be? Mm -hmm. And then I think, well, if they can afford to have two kids, they must be really doing well for themselves. Then I beat myself up about it. And it's just so pointless because I don't know anything about their lives. I Mm -hmm. don't know, you know, maybe they have family to watch kids. Maybe that was unintentional. Maybe, you know, all these things that are like doesn't matter and it doesn't matter that. I don't, I'm not there yet because mm-hmm. why am I comparing myself to someone else? Yeah.
0: Or even like, you don't even have to be there, not there yet, you know, like you yeah. cannot go there. Mm-hmm. Like we all have that choice. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I was you just know. talking about me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Of course,
1: like, yeah, you don't have to breed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I um, my own personal process is not as developed as, as yours is. I'm certainly more on the fence about. Big life decisions. (laughs) Just really like to think about it a lot. Weigh all my options. Uh, But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I see so many, you know, friends that are either very um, focused on what they don't have, whether it's marriage, Mm -hmm. children, house, career. Yeah. You know, and then less focused. I mean, I'd say, like, you know, all of my friends... Whether they have a house, or they're married, or they have kids, or they have a great career, or whatever. There's, like, always something that's really awesome that I'm super envious of. Yeah. You know, there's always something that I'm thinking internally. I'm like, oh, wow, they have this, and that makes them so cool. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, there's always something that other people are envious of about you Mm -hmm. that, like, you'll never know. Mm Mm-hmm. You know?
1: I'm envious of how your house is decorated. For real, I am.
0: (laughs) Do you want to... We should go to Ikea together.
1: You really need to help me.
0: (laughs) That'd be so fun. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Another topic for another day. I spent like eight hours at Ikea with my mom.
0: Oh. We're probably going to have to do some trauma work.
1: I had to like inhale some pizza. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. I was like... (laughs) Another topic for another day. But... Yeah, you're right. Like, we do look Mm -hmm. at things and we compare and we get envious in something that you might never know, Mm -hmm. you know, you might never know what circumstances led to someone being able to do that or, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's a lot of, like, unspoken privilege in a lot of these things that we compare ourselves Mm -hmm. with, you know? Like, um, someone I know posted, like, like, a new car and I was just like, what? Like, how? And then I was like, oh, yeah, you don't have, like student loans, or you don't have, mm-hmm. um, you know, credit card debt or childcare, or, you know, you're, maybe someone passed away and gifted you that money and that's how you bought it. Mm-hmm. Like, we just never know what are the circumstances behind things. And it could be, you know, so many different things. That so, no one's not going to, no one's going to share that. Like, oh, right. I got a new car and I got it because,
0: right. you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, people are just trying to flex too. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, like, especially on social media, like, yeah. You know, I like, for example, like I got a car a couple of years ago that is certainly the nicest car that I've ever owned. Yeah. And I've like posted a photo of myself with my new car. It's not a new car, new to yeah. me car on, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook. And I'm like, my new wheels! Like, I was yeah. super excited, but I'm not writing, like, well, I got a deal because, like, no one would buy it. And it's like a family car. And, <laughs> the, you know, like, yeah. obviously I'm not going to post that. Um, so, like, I was kind of flexing on that a little bit. But if I'm there's being also, honest. like,
1: you're allowed to mm-hmm. show off, you yeah. know, like when you've done something, you're allowed to share it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just such a funny like balance of mm-hmm. like, and I'm not by any means saying like don't ever show your fun side again or like don't show like <laughs> things that are good because
0: flexing on my hand-me-down wheels.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, you're allowed to be proud of yeah. things that you've accomplished. are like
0: excited about stuff. Like yeah. people should be able to share that. Um, and, you know, at the same time, like, we should be really aware of how unhealthy it is to be yeah. watching everybody's best times in occasionally, like, the worst of our times. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, I was just watching this show last night, and then I watched it again this morning because I fell asleep halfway through. Uh, <laughs> That's <sounds> so, <laughs> so
1: ridiculous of you.
0: Never, I really wanted to watch Never it. happens. <laughs> um, you're right. I never fall asleep during TV shows. Um, so... Uh, it's, so MTV, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we all know about my obsession with reality TV, so there's nothing worth, or nothing that I'm really compromising here. Uh, so MTV's True Life Mm -hmm. is just, they're doing another, like, run of the show, like, they're doing a new, um, series. I am so excited. I know, right? And, oh my gosh, on Xfinity, I don't know if you have Xfinity, but they have a bunch of the old episodes that are available now that you can watch, and I got really excited. Okay. But this new one is all about social media. It's like True Life Next or something, or like True Life Social, or I don't remember. My heart
1: is like racing, I'm
0: yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> And the episode I watched last night and this morning is uh, people who are trying to be Kardashians. Okay. So they're like people who legit, like personally and professionally, stalk the Kardashians and copy them. And this is, like, their lifestyle. Interesting. Interesting. And um, I was just like, shit, that's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. People out there are, like, emulating, Uh like, trying to live these people's lives. Yeah. Just because of social media. Like, it's literally, like, all they do is show their bodies and their wealth and... Everyone just, I mean, they're essentially like the sex symbols of our time. Um, like they are the pillar of success somehow.
1: Hmm. I wonder who they're comparing themselves to. I mean, apart from the Kardashians, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I, I mean, don't know.
1: it's just such a vicious cycle because yeah. you can see that someone's probably comparing themselves to the Kardashians, mm-hmm. and I'm sure. The Kardashians are human, so I'm guessing that they compare themselves to other people. Right. Because we're human and we do that. But, like, what an interesting cycle of, of looking mm-hmm. at what someone else presents and mm-hmm. um, going, I want that too, and I'm going to make that happen for me, and, and or, like, I'm so jealous that I don't have it.
0: Right. I was actually, I watched another documentary called, um, this was a couple weeks ago, called American Meme, which is on Netflix, um, and it was talking about how... Uh, or at least the argument of this documentary was that social media was started by Paris Hilton. Like, that she was the reason that we have social media in the way that we do now, because she was our first, like, you know, in, in the age of the paparazzi and, like, yeah. this fast media cycle. Um, she was, like, the first person to be, like, I am a brand. You know, like, my, my person, my body, yeah. myself is a brand, and I am selling it to you. Okay. Like... That makes Direct sense. Direct to consumer, you know? What does she do now? I think she's a DJ.
1: Well, yeah, I did actually know that. I meant <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apart from that. What like, if I fun? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I assume she probably like, I don't know, goes skiing or something. Isn't that oh, what really yeah, wealthy no. people do?
1: Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> because skiing is expensive. <laughs> okay, she has 10.2 million followers on Instagram. <sighs> right, how many people are in the world?
0: I, (laughs) okay, sounds like a question I can't answer. So it sounds
1: like she is still up
0: to, she's still on Instagram, doing this shit. She still looks pretty much exactly the same. How old is she? Um, I think she's our age.
1: Oh, okay. Because she looks like she's maybe like 15 in this picture.
0: Yeah. You're right about that.
1: Um, Um, so she has a lot of money and can pretty much do whatever she wants. She does have some really cute dogs. I do know about that.
0: She, you know, like... Oh, I, let's, it's her and Kim. Oh, shit.
1: Okay. I'm okay. Gonna go, I'm gonna stop this We then. probably
0: shouldn't just look at her Instagram <laughs> for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so one thing that... So I posted on my my social media, speaking of social media, yeah. about how we were doing this topic today, and um, one um, person commented... And uh, shared this hashtag hashtag Yeah. in Social yeah um, that it sounds like is intending to show like kind of a more vulnerable side of social media. Um, I found some of those things to be yeah, I was more
1: vulnerable. I was sharing with Emily when I looked at it. I was really excited. I saw like a picture of um, I think it was Drew Barrymore posted like a truly unflattering picture of herself (laughs) and and it shared like I tried to do my hair and it backfired and it's not looking good and this is like what I usually look like without you know Mm -hmm. a butt ton of makeup on done by a professional stylist before I go out into the world and I was like oh that's cool and then I saw like the next one was like I'm really struggling today and I was like that looks like the most beautiful picture you could have possibly posted (laughs) with the hashtag truth in social um Which was just, again, like I thought it was highlighting. Mm -hmm. We can want to be vulnerable and it still takes so much. Like the caption was vulnerable, Mm -hmm. but the picture itself was like, yeah, you still look absolutely posed Mm -hmm. and pristine in this picture. How hard it is for us to really put something out there like that um, fully, you know, like both a caption and a picture. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I've posted like, what I would call unflattering pictures of myself, but, like, the caption is always, like, what I think is something funny or witty.
0: You're one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram because most of the time it's just a picture of you and your dog in your pink robe. (laughs) 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 Like, no makeup on, like... The selfie angle, you know, oh, I'm like really when you bad at when you too. open your your camera and it's just like showing your, your chin. Yeah. like you are just like you are totally yourself, <laughs> except for I'd say that you're like way cuter in real life. Than you are on your social media. I would actually agree with yeah, that. Yeah, you're like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So people are probably looking at those pictures and going, like, wow, Corey has such self-esteem. But if they spent, like, five minutes with me, they would know that I'm, like, constantly comparing myself to other people in other ways.
0: I'm glad you don't get sucked into it. Like, I would never think that you felt any, like, just from your feed, I would never think that you felt um, poorly about yourself. Just because you're just like, this is me. Like, hey, here's me and my dog dancing. (laughs) Just me and my dog like playing on a keyboard. <laughs> just me and my dog. Yeah. Like every it's so good.
1: I think it's mostly just because my dogs are really cute. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Versus like my my feet is a little bit more uh like I'm I am scared. Like I genuinely get scared of what I put on the internet. I'm yeah. like, ah, like I have to look cute or people are gonna think I'm weird or something.
1: <laughs> Which um, doesn't
0: matter. I feel like I've kind of moved away from that more.
1: Well, it's, I mean, I think it's it's just, like, by us talking about it highlights Mm -hmm. how ingrained these things are, that here we are, you know, we're therapists, and we talk about this with our clients all the time, and Mm -hmm. we're not perfect. It's so hard to not have these expectations of ourselves and to not compare ourselves to other people and to want to put what is our highlight reel out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, like, in social media, there's so much nuance, right, like, if Even when I post, like, an, an ugly picture of myself or something, um, right, like, I posted once a day at the beach. Um, and I noticed, like, oh, I post a lot of pictures of the beach. I go to the beach, like, a lot. Um, <laughs> and I wonder, like, if, I didn't think about it until just now, but I wonder if people are looking at it like, you know, I moved away from home. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that that's not always possible for a lot of people to Mm -hmm. move far away from home. And so I'm wondering if people ever look at that and go, like, wow, she must be so brave to have, like, moved far away from her family and to, Mm. you know, be able to, like, drop everything and go to the beach whenever she wants and Mm. things like that, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: I don't know. I didn't think about it.
0: Yeah, you never know what people might be thinking. Yeah. For sure. And
1: I look at other people's things and I go, like,
0: wow, they got to go
1: to that concert that I didn't get to go to. Yeah. And I have, like, serious FOMO. And then I wonder, like, how did they get there? (laughs) (laughs) They must be doing really well for themselves. Right?
0: I I find myself, like, when people have a very strong, like, personal brand or identity, like, kind of, like, on their personal pages, like, not so much their business pages, because I kind of have a curated thing going on for business but like when people like really seem to like know themselves like Mm -hmm. they're like my aesthetic is you know waterfalls and jogging photos or something you know like I'm like wow like you you really know yourself like you have such Mm -hmm. a strong identity and like I'm kind of more like a like an identity flip-flopper like a little bit like I'll get really into something and then I'll move on to something else and then like I'm really into running and now I'm really into photography and I'm really into this. And like when people's identity is like really like, like they're like I'm like I have my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like whoa! Like how do you do that? Like <laughs> how do you how do you do one thing? Yeah, like I'm kind of like a, I want to do everything all at once. You know,
1: but I love like mm-hmm. even that's a comparison and a like yeah I sh- you know you must have it all together. Like this, I like, should idea. have a yeah. solid
0: identity. Like I should if I knew myself well enough. Then yeah. I would just be sticking to playing the banjo like I always dreamed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always saw you as a harmonica person.
0: Really, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Man. What would I play? I'm, I'm pantomiming playing the yeah. harmonica right now. Um, you'd probably be like the, like a mandolin player.
1: That sounds so. Good. Like we
0: could have a harmonica and mandolin band. Yeah,
1: and like we're we playing like a bluegrass style. Like that's that's what I
0: immediately imagined. Okay. But I don't listen to any bluegrass. I don't often, myself.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a lie. I do. <laughs> we'll get into music another day. That's another topic. But um, I saw a funny meme that I texted to you mm-hmm. that I thought really summed up. Um, Can this just
0: turn into a reading memes yes. podcast?
1: I think that's where we're headed. <laughs> yeah. um, and it just said, by the age of 30, you should have... Two hundred dollars in checking that you transfer to your, ch- or in savings that you transfer to your checking account on the third of each month because you forgot about an auto payment. One viral tweet from over a year ago. A physical ailment that you ignore because you're not sure how your insurance works. Maybe a job.
0: <laughs> I love that. Um, oh my gosh! One time, one of my tweets was liked by uh, Karen Kilgariff, Kilgariff uh from My Favorite Murder. Oh, you probably and exploded. That was the most excited moment of my life. Yeah,
1: I don't have a tweet. <laughs> I don't know how to work it, Um, (laughs) but I liked that. Like, there's all these like. By the time you're 30, you should have, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Oh my god, and and the fucking excuse me, the the Facebook ads that are like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like I've seen those ones. I I get all these Facebook ads all the time that are like, uh, you know, getting your first mortgage at 30. Like your first 10 steps are like. Haven't gotten a house yet? Why don't you kill yourself? Yeah.
1: You know, like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> the ones ads. that, like, literally will send me into a panic spiral yeah. are like, this is how much you need to save for retirement. You should have started 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I was in grad school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, like, easy ways to eliminate your debt that you're clearly not doing yeah. yet, you jerk. Yeah. You know, like, there's such, like, they're, they're, those ads are out there to to just make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Or, like... Like when when will your eggs die? You know, yeah. or like those articles and
1: stuff. Well, when like, our friend oh told gosh. us that someone told her that her eggs were crusty and old, and she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna stop talking to you now."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good a good um,
1: method because it's like, yeah, we don't really need these like reminders. I this um I met this fairly nice woman the other day because um, I was you know she was with her kid and I was like, oh, I'm, you know feeling a sad Mm -hmm. Um, and she was like you've got so much time like just wait like it'll happen when it happens and it was so like um, what I needed in the moment and then I went home and like someone else posted a picture of a kid and I was like
0: ah (laughs) Yeah, like, these timelines, like, aren't real. No. You know? Like, it's just, like, all the other bullshit that have come out of generations and generations of, like, patriarchal, mm-hmm. um, oppressive societies where yeah. it's like, you need to marry a man. You need to have a baby. You need to own a picket fence or whatever yeah. that whole deal is. But, like, it's all just systems of oppression that were put there to, um, you know, make women more a function of of men's property than Mm -hmm. of individuals. And, like, we're still dealing with, like, the fallout of, like, this narrative that was put there so that we would be disenfranchised.
1: It's funny because um, it's so hard to, like, not fall into those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also, like, you can also make your own choices, you know? Like, if that's what you want to do, go for it.
0: (laughs) And there's, like, you know... It's actually funny. Me and my partner have this conversation often where he's like, you have all these beliefs about marriage and yet you still want to get married. (laughs) And I'm like, well, yeah, I want to have a party and like sparkly jewelry that I wear all the time. Like, I don't understand what you're not understanding. Um, but like the, you know, like we can take these things back and, and, you know, use them the way that we want to. Like we don't have like marriage and having kids and buying a home doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. oppressive and patriarchal. Um but we should recognize that that's where it comes where where yeah. it comes from yeah. you know like that's the the historical narrative that makes us feel like we need to jettison towards these things well you and know? also
1: like there are so many other milestones in life that are mm-hmm. not m- measured in marriage house baby
0: yeah career where's my i just started a business shower yeah like why isn't anyone bringing me like a scanner printer copier you know Where's my
1: like <laughs> I finally learned how to ski. Yeah. Right? Like Or use your insurance benefits. Okay, we're still working on
0: that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, like we don't celebrate like most of the milestones that we celebrate, you know, like birthdays aside, but mm-hmm. like are really um in our cultural narrative of like these traditions and rituals that yeah. don't really fit anymore. Yeah. You know, like baby shower, bridal shower, um, Wedding party. No, just wedding. That's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> wedding party. Bachelorette party. Yeah. Just, this, that. The things that we're supposed to celebrate are so ingrained in, like, these um, societal nor- norms that, like, mm-hmm. we don't need. And yet,
1: I still like parties,
0: so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For real. <laughs> I did have all of those.
0: <laughs> and you can, you know, yeah. right? But I think it sucks that... Um, people who aren't using those milestones towards success don't get appreciated, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: I would love to have the milestone that's like, I finally learned how to manage my budget.
0: Or like... (laughs) (laughs) So let's have a party and blow all the money that I budgeted. (laughs) Or like,
1: um, I think a really big milestone for me personally would Mm -hmm. be able to like internet appropriately. Mm. Like just literally 2 days ago you sent me something and i responded to the other person with something that like i really shouldn't have sent to them oh yeah that was really funny. <laughs> and i was like oh shit i don't know how to internet i've done this like probably
0: 10 times specifically with you where I send... Yeah, Corey sent, like, a very inflammatory message <laughs> to, like, a meme account in reference to, like, a, a post that was about, uh, what was it, like, about uh, male privilege. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you do this. And, and I was just script- like, do
1: better. And this guy was like, oh, um, I'm trying. I was like, oh, shit, I did not mean to send that to you. I just don't
0: know how to use the internet. He was sorry. like, that's why I posted the post, because I'm trying to do better. Like, I'm sorry. It was really good. Oh, my god. So
1: gosh. that would be something that, like, I would mm-hmm. count as, like, a huge milestone, but there's no part party yeah. for that
0: I want a party for like I didn't buy fast fashion for a year
1: oh shit yeah I would fail but yeah
0: we're yeah. like you know um we're both vegans yeah her better than I or like you know <laughs> vegan for a year anniversary party oh I'd do I that. would be so much more like committed to yeah. like the 100% veganism if I got a party at the end I mean, of it I mean you Are can you make kidding? your own party that's true yeah. But like I feel like someone else should throw it for me. I'll throw you a party. It should be like a bachelorette party. I'll throw you a vegan party. It's my meat lorette party. <laughs> no. <laughs> or like non-meat lorette <laughs> Um Oh, I wanted to share another a meme. Oh great. A meme. A meme. Um so at Farah underscore Tucker underscore L C S W who is someone I follow on Instagram and I think her content is really great. Um, she, she posted today, um, a post that says, all social media c- accounts are curated. All of them. Mm-hmm. Even those of us whose brand is championing, championing, vulnerability, authenticity, and embracing imperfection. Preach girl. Yeah. Um, it's okay that our accounts are curated. We get to choose what is and isn't for public consumption. We are all entitled to p- privacy. We get to have boundaries. But as you're scrolling, please remember what you see is always, always, always only part of the story. Yeah. And I thought I did that was so important.
1: not post mm-hmm. myself this morning, like, crying in bed. Because <laughs> that happened. Aww. I didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. I had a big break in my day, so I came home, um, and I didn't feel good. I had a tummy ache. I just felt sad. I felt overwhelmed. I cried in bed. I did not post a picture of that. I did post a picture of my dog playing the keyboard, <laughs> <laughs> it's which a drum was machine. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> actually, a drum machine. <laughs> She's it's quite talented.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I posted today a post about, what was it, um, appreciating, oh, um, the secret to having it all is knowing that you already do. And yet, I got home today really frustrated and, like, tried to pick a fight with my partner for no reason. <laughs> didn't didn't go live for that experience. No, nope. nope. Although, in, in retrospect, going live in the middle of an argument probably would end the argument pretty fast. Well, because
1: someone would leave. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: the relationship? or yeah, no, I'm just
1: kidding. Yeah. The house? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, but we don't, you know, we don't share these things often. And when we do, it's always still curated, too. So, like... Yeah. I shared some really vulnerable things lately, but mm-hmm. they were I picked the perfect picture and the perfect words to say it. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just like
0: Yeah, it's not the word vomit that usually comes out when you're truly being vulnerable. Yeah. Like if I'm really upset, I'm like, cry a- like, yeah. like I'm not like so I was reflecting back on my week and I realized you know, like yeah. it's not like It's, like, none of us that are out here promoting, like, you know, mental health awareness and all this stuff. Like, it's all, it's kind of manufactured, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, there's no way to have a non-manufactured post. Yeah. Like, and I think on the other side, you know, like, um, like that post was saying, you know, like, we're entitled to, like, have Mm -hmm. our our privacy and our boundaries. And, like, being truly vulnerable, posting a video or photo of you crying when... You're sad in the morning. Um, that makes it sound like that's like a daily ritual. No, it was just today. <laughs> I mean, not so just posting today. Posting that
1: daily photo when you're sobbing alone in the shower. Um, I mean, I am sad every morning because I hate waking up. Same. But it's usually same. fine. I same. Usually don't cry same.
0: About it. I'm usually just like, but my bed's really warm. You guys, I don't want to get up. My bed is
1: so fucking comfortable.
0: <laughs> so can I just? Do th- can people just come to me for therapy and I'm just in my bed laying yeah. there? Oh, that'd be so great. That would be really poor boundaries. Yeah, really poor boundaries. But if anyone's interested in that kind <laughs> no. of service, I'm go don't contact no. me. No. Um, but yeah, I think it's important too that like it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to be like, I wish people were more vulnerable on the internet and mm-hmm. then post like a selfie that's one of a thousand that you took, you know, in the best lighting in your house and the best thing, yeah, you know, because girl, you deserve to look good.
1: Yeah. And Are like, you telling me I should take better selfies? <laughs>
0: No, it's okay. You're cute in person. <laughs> See, I've got the market, you've got the market cornered on, like, weird on the internet, cute in person, and I'm weird in person, and then cute on the internet, so, like, we're just good to go. <laughs> uh, we've
1: got it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Um, but another account that is really awesome um, that I'm thinking about as far as, like, this Expectation versus reality, like truth versus fiction, social media versus real life, is um, at self love club. Yes, do you follow her? She's yeah, the one who I was the one who told you about I her. I think we told we talked about this on a different yeah episode. But she's the one who said like shows like a super gorgeous picture and it's like suicidal. Yeah, and then a picture of her with no makeup on, like with her kid or whatever, and she's like happy. Yeah, you know where it's uh-huh. like. What we look like on the outside does not equate to how we feel on the inside, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, that we, we, are, we are allowed to not, like, walk – or we're, not, we're allowed to walk around with our mask on if we need to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know many people that can function not putting their mask on from time to time and just right. getting through the day. And so I'm imagining a lot of people can probably look at themselves or other people and, like, wow, they've really got it all together – You know, especially if like something just happened and they're like, wow, I know that person just went through something, but they look like they're doing really well. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder how they're doing it or whatever. Like that person's probably just putting their mask on to get through their day Mm -hmm. and not share their shit all over the place. (laughs) Um, And we're allowed to do that. We're allowed to put our masks on to get through the day and present that side of ourselves because that's, you know, what we want to put out there. But to know that. No one is living with their mask on all the time. Mm -hmm. We take it off. Right. Um, Everyone's got their own things. And so these pressures that we get, you know, kind of circling back to this age expectation, Mm -hmm. you know. I think right now in our cusp of 30s, we've talked a lot about those expectations um, and our should have and our comparisons. And isn't there a quote like comparison is the thief of joy?
0: There sure is, Corey. Who
1: said that? Someone really smart. I don't know. Who was it? I don't know.
0: Wasn't it like... Either, um, Gandhi, Marilyn Monroe, uh, Benjamin Franklin, or Anderson Cooper, probably. Probably. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no, is it from the Bible? Is it? Oh, no, okay. Mark Twain. Theodore Roosevelt?
1: Oh, wait, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, whoever it was, it's fine. It's good. We're good. It's still true. It's not Anderson
1: Cooper. It's not Anderson Cooper. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, the more that we compare ourselves to other people, the more that we um, we only see what we want to see from them. You know, we don't see all of their struggles. We don't see their sadness. We don't see their mental illness, perhaps. We don't see, um, you know, maybe- right. Maybe they ate something bad and have diarrhea. I I don't know. No one's posting that on the internet.
0: Dude, one or more of the Kardashians has got to have had diarrhea.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Like, at some point. Yeah. Like, if... Maybe that... This is a great intervention for all of us to try. Yeah. Just imagine one or more Kardashians having diarrhea.
1: Every time you look (laughs) at somebody and think, they're doing so much better than me, imagining... Just imagine... Yeah, you know what? They also probably recently had diarrhea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, like, imagine that they had that kind of food poisoning where it's coming out of both ends at once. That happened to me on my, after my wedding. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Now we're talking about your wedding? Yes. Are you just trying to make me laugh the time? Just kidding.
1: But I did have violent food poisoning.
0: Oh, that's terrible. It was fun. I'm so that's sorry good. about that.
1: Good times. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do from now on. Every time I look and see like someone is like posting that they've paid off their student loans, I'm just going to be like,
0: "Hmm, you probably, you had, probably diarrhea. had diarrhea
1: lately." <laughs> that makes make me feel a little bit better about myself.
0: Let's try it. Let's try it. Maybe that can be our our podcast tagline. Yeah. Adult adulting therapists imagining that you have diarrhea right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe
1: um, not. which just brings up. I mean, and everyone has diarrhea. Like that's the thing is that it doesn't make you any less of a person. It doesn't make me better than you if it's been like.
0: I mean, it technically makes you less of a person because. Less- <laughs> <laughs> but it's the it's the great okay? yeah it's
1: the great equalizer. Like we all have diarrhea. So if someone's presenting their their highlight reel and you're like they're doing so much better than me. Just remember, we all have diarrhea from time to time. I
0: like how you're saying that so definitively. Like, at this moment, everyone across the world has diarrhea.
1: I mean, at some point in their life, at yes. At some point in their
0: life. Yeah, they probably barfed and... Yeah. This this has really gone in a good direction.
1: I think it's what we need to remember, though.
0: Yeah, that we're all people. We're yeah. all just flesh sacks. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, vulnerable gosh. flesh sacks. We're
0: just vulnerable flesh sacks. We Maybe all make that, mistakes. That should go on a T-shirt. Yeah, I think you could
1: probably make a lot of money off that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, um, let us know if you want a T-shirt that says "We're all just vulnerable flesh sacks" <laughs> or <have> diarrhea, <laughs> or we all have diarrhea, and we're happy to get that merch started. Yeah. For all y'all. Um. um there. So. There were two things that I wanted to talk about because there were two things that kind of came up um, this week. Is there anything else on this topic that you want to talk about?
1: Mm, I think uh-huh. uh, we ended on a good note with that diarrhea. Oh, yeah. So.
0: Vulnerable flesh sucks. <laughs> um, so number one was, uh, so I am participating in dry January. Yes, and I have month. joined you. You've joined me? Yes. Yes, high five. That's high five. so exciting. And so I'm I'm kind of publicly talking about, um, my relationship with alcohol, and, um, you know, like, like I said on my post about it, like, I'm not, like, a regular drinker, a daily drinker, like, I'm not really a binge drinker, I'm just kind of, like, a occasional, you know, like, I drink with dinner, Mm -hmm. some nights, I drink with friends, like, just kind of, like, a social, casual drinker, um, but I really want to take a moment to, like, really evaluate whether or not, um, it's contributing Uh, more to my anxiety than I'd like to admit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm inviting everyone to join me for Dry January for Mental Health. Okay. Um, Just to, like, think about the impacts. Um, There was someone, actually, who posted um, in response to my post about Dry January, and they had this beautiful um, discussion of how uh, they actually had more anxiety about three months into their their so mostly sober lifestyle um and they were saying like you know they've lived through so many of their life experiences and social experiences with alcohol that without it they were just like oh my god yeah. you know like I don't know how to function at family functions if I don't have a glass of wine in my hand mm-hmm. you know um so I really wanted to, to invite everyone to share like you know like what has it been like for you if you're participating like please, like, reach out. Like, I want to hear from people. Like, how's it going? Yeah. Um, you know, on the other side of things, I also do want to say, like, no judgment if people don't participate. Like, if quitting alcohol is dangerous for you, if limiting foods or beverages is bad for you, you know, like, for, you know, mm-hmm. limiting things is unhealthy for you, if, um, if you just don't want to, all yeah, that's if fine. you just like,
1: nope. <laughs> you are <know>, right? Um... <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm excited to see kind of what goes. I know that um, I'm not really a big drinker, but um, the holidays I found was a lot more like, oh, well, I'll, you know, I am gonna have a beer with this or like mm-hmm. uh, special day. I'll have a, you know, glass of wine. Um, I just don't really like the way I'm feeling. I'm yeah. I feel like bleh.
0: I feel like very like a raisin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, post-holiday raisin syndrome. Like, I, I just yeah. feel, like, dehydrated and, like...
1: I think my organs need mas agua. They just need, like, more water. <laughs> mm-hmm. They need some vegetables. I've been eating, like, a lot of junk food. Yeah, me too. I ate, like, a very healthy meal yesterday of popcorn and chocolate. Oh,
0: that sounds good.
1: hmm And then I realized, like, oh, that's literally all I've eaten today is just popcorn and chocolate.
0: Oh, and then you feel, like, I feel like... I'm not sure if I'm the only one who feels this, but, like... If you eat a whole bunch of popcorn, it's like you feel full for a bit and then you feel like hungry but still physically full. Like where you feel like there's no nutrients in your body, yes. but your stomach is like Yes. Like super bloated. Oh, yes. I hate that feeling.
1: Um, so my according uh, with the dry January, I'm gonna try to try to just eat healthier, get some more vegetables.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Typically, really, really, really like vegetables. <laughs> I just haven't eaten many lately. Uh, a lot of pizza.
0: Yeah. A lot I mean, of lots of like you know really rich hearty holiday foods. Yeah. You know like even as uh, vegans like oh, yeah. I've been eating like a lot of like mac and, cheese, like mac mashed and cheese, mashed potatoes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, you know, coffee with a lot of creamer in it because mm-hmm. it's cold out, and I don't know why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, drinking like soda and stuff Like I never really? drink soda Like
0: hmm. I was just like okay I've been drinking off brand LaCroix Oh yeah Because um, they didn't have LaCroix at f- New Seasons What? I know What I was more upset than I've ever been okay, but- Aside from the fact that I went there to get vegan cheese And they didn't have the kind that I wanted And oh. I was like this is the only thing that you're here for Yeah, LaCroix and vegan cheese Like they just
1: Okay we'll talk about that later yeah. <laughs> I'm very upset. Um, so we're yeah dry January. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to hear how how you guys are feeling about it. it definitely can impact anxiety a lot. So one of the things um, that I talk about with my um, clients is that um, the feeling that you get when you wake up with from the night before drink or the night after drinking. Um, a lot of times people will say like I woke up with a panic attack or I woke up so anxious after I drank because the withdrawal that your body goes through in the hangover is very similar to the sensations that your body sends you when you're having a panic attack.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: stomach ache, nausea, headache,
0: heart shakiness, breathing.
1: heart racing?
0: De- yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, derealization, mm-hmm. those are all the mm-hmm. symptoms that we get for a panic attack. So, um or that people can um experience with a panic attack. So, people have noticed like, oh yeah, if I cut down on drinking, I won't necessarily experience that anxiety mm-hmm. um and I think you know the the if if drinking is something that you are able to do in a moderate fashion um but you stopped because of your anxiety I would actually tell you to start drinking more because <laughs> I'm an exposure therapist mean. no but um <laughs> but I do think it's interesting to kind of pay attention to right now and mm-hmm. I'm excited to to pay yeah. attention to what my body's telling me this month
0: I mean, I know that, um, and, you know, any any people who are smarter than me in any way, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that when, when you drink, it depletes your store of GABA or something. It, it messes with the GABA in your brain. Mm-hmm. And GABA is like a, um, a neurotransmitter that has a huge effect on anxiety. Yeah. So, like, literally, you're depleting all of your... Um, all of the, the chemical that keeps you not anxious. Um, so when you wake up the next morning, like, you feel like crap because you just poison your body, but then also because you just got rid of all the things that are protecting you from feeling anxious. Mm. So I actually realized that if, I, I, just take a daily supplement of GABA now, um, because I think I might be a little low in general. You don't <laughs> like say. <I> <laughs> might be a little low. Um, but I definitely recommend that too for people if they, um, uh, you know, if they want to talk yeah. to their doctor. Yes, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking a supplement. I, yes. I go to a naturopath and... She recommended this uh, supplement called yeah. GABA Ease. Cool. So maybe ask your doctor yeah. about
1: it. Any supplements or anything that we ever talk about, any of uh, that stuff, please run it by your healthcare provider. Yeah.
0: Because we are yeah. not
1: your healthcare providers.
0: Right. And a lot of this stuff is over the counter. And yeah. Like, just be careful with stuff you take. Also, be careful of people who are on the internet and trying to sell you supplements. Yeah. Don't. For some reason, I've had an increase in um, people on my Instagram account that are trying to get me to sell supplements for them, like, to use, um, like, advertise, and I just want to say that, you know, You're like... we're never going to do that. <laughs> first of all, I'm never going to do that. Um, second of all, there are a lot of people out there that are really trying to, like, push their agenda... I mean, like, I don't really have that many followers on the internet, and yet there's people that are trying to get me to sell their snake oil. So, like, if that tells you, yeah. like, how crazy it is out yeah. there.
1: Um, I also just learned that um, Amazon apparently sell, you can get, you can buy fake things. So, it could be your brand, but it could be repackaged.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. be
1: really careful who you're buying over the counter like, supplements, yeah, supplements and things from.
0: Yeah, if you're going to, like, ball out of control on something, it should probably be things that you put inside your body. Yeah. You know?
1: I would agree. <laughs> but I also really enjoy some cheap food.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, food is just, you know, like, trash that goes through your body and then... And then you have to You diary it up. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, and then the other thing that I wanted to talk about um, really briefly um, was, so I went and had, uh, yeah. yeah, someone, um, asked if I wanted to try a neurofeedback session, um, and so I went and tried it, and so I wanted to, like, give a little bit more information about it because I got so many responses on Instagram. I have a, um, a section on my highlights that has, like, the story or whatever on there, um, but essentially it's, uh, like, What I feel like it was the most like was basically, they put sensors on your ear and head, and then you listen to the sound, like a relaxing tape, Mm -hmm. essentially. And the sensors pick up on different uh, brain waves, like theta waves and beta waves and all these different things that I have no idea about. And um, whenever you are displaying, like, a stress wave, it, like skips the sound skips so it basically like tells your brain to like reset like it doesn't mm. actually make you feel anything but appa- the, um, apparently the science of it quote unquote is that the skip kind of disrupts that pattern and it makes you kind of like go back to like oh, okay start over hmm. um i don't really know if any of that works i'm still kind of like doing my own research and i'm also really curious about these sensors like how do they really pick up on those brain waves like I know that, yeah, you know, like, it's probably a little bit more complex than just sticking a couple of things on there. Um, but I do want to say that it was very relaxing. I felt very relaxed. Cool. Um, I basically just laid down on a chair, um, got all snuggled up, and sat there for 33 minutes, and it skipped with my brain. Um, and I felt like I had a really good day after. Um,
1: I'm so. so easily like placebo. <laughs> yeah, me too. You could be like, this will cure like everything in your life. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs>
0: Those are the best things. Yeah.
1: But that sounds really interesting. Yeah. I definitely like to learn more about mm-hmm. it. I don't, I don't feel like I know hardly anything about neurofeedback. And it's kind of a buzzword that I'm hearing a lot about. And I hear it yeah. recommended to a lot of people. Um, so I'm glad that you got to go and, and test mm-hmm. it out and report back. And I'll do some more research on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if nothing else, like, it's essentially just forcing mindfulness for 33 minutes, because you have to just lay there. Yeah. You know? And, like, if it's just teaching you how to be mindful, that's just as beneficial. I you agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, I really don't know too much about it, um, but I will say that if you want kind of practice, like, a structured environment in which to practice mindfulness, maybe it would be something that you'd like. I don't know. Um. The, the person who showed me the, the platform had a lot of um, really positive things to say about it. Um, so, if that's something that interests you, do your own research. Cool. You know? Check it out. Check it out. Neurofeedback. Sounds awesome. Cool. And if you have any uh, experiences or knowledge about neurofeedback or... Um, what else do we talk about? Drinking or expectations. Things like that. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to know about diarrhea, JK, <laughs> J-K. <laughs> We're not doctors. We don't know much about diarrhea. I don't diarrhea. know. No, so I don't. Except for personal anecdotes.
1: Um, yeah, but let us know what you thought about this. And if you have any more questions about things or if you have your own experiences of comparisons or mm-hmm. expectations or shoulds, um, we'd love to hear more about them. If, yeah. As always, if you have any suggestions for another show, mm-hmm. please feel free to send it to either Emily or I. We would love to hear your suggestions. We love, 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 love. Our listener suggestions are always so creative.
0: Yeah. Super appreciative of all of the the feedback this this session because we took a long break, so I got yes. a lot of messages in. Um, and, you know, anything that we say is not therapeutic advice. It is not no. medical advice. No. We are just talking back and forth, and we happen to be therapists. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Adulting Therapists. To learn more about us, you can find Emily at SproutTherapyPDX.com or on Instagram at SproutTherapyPDX.
1: And you can find Corey at CoreyAntonCounseling.com. See
0: you for your next session! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs>